Joining us on the line from the Pile Group Scotia Wealth Management, we say hello to Andrew Pyle. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. Great to have you on the line, Andrew, of course. Lots to talk about today. Uh, what a crazy weekend we had. Yeah, I know. We, we got a new version for Cirque du Soleil, I think, John. It's called the G7 Meetings in Quebec. And, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people are scratching their heads this morning for sure. So let's just understand this. The G7, they met. It seemed like they were getting along. It looked like there was a, they were ready to make a positive communique statement. They, they, they all signed off on one, and then Trump turns the tables. Yeah, and, and you know, I think a little bit of a little bit of a background for our listeners. I mean, G seven meetings really have lost their their relevance over the last two decades. No one really expects there to be, you know, concrete stuff that gets hashed out, but they do expect some type of cohesion uh, when it comes to these communiques. Uh, and the fact that we had a communique and then you know a balk uh, by the United States president. Uh, really has kind of set the agenda back, and, and obviously on trade, because that was the focal point this weekend. Uh, and we come out of this weekend with more barbs being fired, and it looks like we're going to go ahead with the trade sanctions that we've been talking about for weeks. It almost looks like a total breakdown uh, in relationships between Canada and the U.S., and how is that going to affect our economy? Well, it looks now as though the July 1st uh, tariffs that, are, that were uh, proposed on steel and aluminum, they're going to go through. Um, that's going to impact Canada, obviously. In Canada, it sounds like they will retaliate with trade measures against the United States. And, and we're also talking about all the other countries, too, that it's not just Canada, but all the other countries that are affected by this are probably going to launch their own retaliatory trade measures. And at the end of the day, it's a lose-lose when it comes to trade, that whenever we get into these tariff battles, John, uh, there's no real winner. We're, we're going to take a hit, but American consumers are going to take a hit, too, in terms of higher prices. Inflation is going to happen. Yeah, and that's the biggest concern right now, because we're dealing with uh, higher interest rates that are designed to cool off inflation. So if we were to see more inflation in the United States, then there's a chance that interest rates would have to go up even more and of course that's not going to be good news for the consumer and you know, at the end of the day as you and i talked about john you know the u.s is our biggest trading partner so as much as the trade sanctions hit us anything that hurts the u.s economy in terms of demand also hurts us you know as well uh and leads us down that dark path towards a potential uh correction in the economy with all of this speculation how is that affecting the market right now well, here's the interesting thing, John. I think it goes to our initial point about, you know, how much relevance uh, do the markets attach to these G7 meetings? The answer is not a lot. In fact, uh, markets have been, you know, surprisingly stable, uh, almost in ignorance of what is going on, either the G7 meetings on, on the weekend or, or just the overall trade issues. Um, we haven't really seen a big impact in the stock markets over the last couple of weeks. And we saw that this morning. Markets really weren't doing anything, uh, almost as though they don't care or they don't think that this is really going to turn out to be a worst-case scenario. What are you, what are you mentioning? Of, how are you directing uh, investors uh, in the light of, of you know, the growing concerns over NAFTA, uh, the sanctions that are likely in place for July 1st? Are you giving any recommendations to investors, or is it, nah, just wait and see just how bad this will get first? Well, I think there's a little bit of a wait-and-see uh, that has to go on here, John. First of all, we have to wait and see exactly 
what transpires with respect to the tariffs. You know, do they fully get implemented? Uh, and then the retaliation by Canada and other countries towards the United States. Uh, do those measures get enacted? Uh, and then more importantly, even if they do get implemented, are these going to be a long-term feature, or is this really just, you know, the same old uh, Trump-style bargaining where you, you kind of take everyone to the brink and then everyone kind of pulls back to some other type of agreement? And right now we don't know. So I think a little bit of a wait-and-see to see exactly what does happen. Um, but then beyond that, if things do get worse, then I think you see the markets take a slightly different uh, stance on this. And I think you'll see investors and market participants pricing in perhaps weaker economic growth down the road uh, if these trade sanctions really do take a bite. So, Andrew, if people have any more questions about uh, what we've talked about today, if they have any concerns they want to sort of run by you, uh, you're, of course, with the Pile Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Where do folks get a hold of you? Well, John, they can go to our website at pilegroup.ca, and all of our contact information is there, as well as the links that we put up on research pertaining to these same things that you and I talk about every Monday, uh, and our weekly newsletter, obviously, where we discuss these issues and provide a little bit of guidance for investors. Andrew, thank you so much uh, for joining us and talking to the town. We appreciate you hanging out with us. My pleasure, John. You have a great week.